we're going to learn the Kutusichas first Sicha Parashas This Sicha is Rashi Sicha. It's also going to have a aspect of it which is going to be based on Pnimis and Yalim. The main shir is really discussing the differences between Ayid and Egoi in this world and the purpose of their creation. So to start off, in this week's Parsha, Parsha Tisavai, this is Perk Havav, Pasuk Yudzayin and Yudchas. The Pasuk tells us that Hashem Amarta Hayyim and Hashem has separated you this day, to be for you a God. So you separated Hashem to be your God. So that's what you did. And Hashem has separated you, the that you will be his Amsagula. So Hashem separated you from all the other nations, that you will be the Amsagula of Hashem. As he has spoken to you, when did Hashem speak to us that we will be this Amsagula? This is by Matthew as Rashi tells us in the different Moscow, Kasher Divorach, this is in Shmoy's Perakutas Posikim. Continues, and also to guard his mitzvah. So Hashem has separated us to be his Amsugula and to be the ones who will guard all of his mitzvahs. Pasukiyotes continues, and also to place us above all the nations, which he has made, and the purpose is that we will be, um, that they will recognize that we are, are, are will recognize our qualities, and therefore we will be a tehillah, a shame and affairs for them. And the next thing is another thing that Hashem has made us great by is making us his Amkadish as he has said. Kasher Dibur. When did he tell us that he's we are going to be his Amkadish? So Rashi tells us that's because it says Bayisimli Kadesh. It says in the Pasik Bayisimli Kadesh. This is in Pasikov. So the Shaiva is really the major Shaiva of Rashi is. Why is it that in Pasuk Yitess, when it speaks about the Jewish people being Am Kadesh Hashem Al Makacha Kashidiber, Rashi tells us that when did Hashem tell us that we are going to be a Am Kadesh? So he tells us it's the Yisimli Kadesh. He could have just told us by Matan Taira. But Matan Taira, also he told us we're going to be an Am Kadesh. And a cottage. So why from two different sources? Regarding Kasher Divalah, he tells us which is by But then when he gets to the next Pasik and it says that we are going to be at Am Kadash Hashem Kasher Divar, he says, Oh, it's a it's a different time. This is this is much later, this is only in Parshish Vaikra, Perkha Paskabab, where Hashem says, Yisidli Kadesh, Kadash Ani Hashem and Abdu Aslam and Amin Yesmi. Why would Rashi quote a different Pasuk? Why doesn't he just bring the Hemshech, really the next Pasuk in by Matan Torah itself says that Hashem has made it and will make us into an Amkandish? That's the main question. Second question would be is, in Pasuk, that's the Divar Maskel. It seems like Rashi is very lengthy in quoting the Divar Maskel. He says, when you saw Amkandish, the Goyner, some Jews don't even have the Goyner, Kasher Yidar, but if you look at Pasuk Yitchas, all he quotes is the words Kasher Dibar Lach, Li Segula. So Pasuk Yitchas seems to make more sense. The reason why it's Kasher Dibar Lach, because we know what he's referring to. We're talking about in our Pasuk, 
So it says, Kasher Diberlach, which is the Am Segula, and then he quotes Yisim Yisigula, so we know what he's referring to. That when it says in the Pasek that Hashem has told us that we're going to be an Am Segula, where is that? He gives us the source. So it just quotes the words Kasher Diberlach. Masha'in came Pasek Yitess, he first starts off with Yisham Am Kadesh, Kasher Diber, and then he tells us Yisim Yisigula, why can't it just do the same thing? Right, Kasher Diber. I mean, understand by looking at the Pasek, it says Kasher Diber in the Pasek, and what's that referring to? Rashi tells Yisim Yisigula, so obviously it's also referring to the end of the Pasek, where it says that, uh, that Hashem told us that he's going to make us into Akam Kaddish, and Rashi's just giving us the source. Why add the extra words in the Yisra'am Kaddish? And the third shayla is, once Rashi's going to be bringing a different Pasuk, uh, and he's not going to bring the Pasuk by Goy Kaddish, which is mentioned by Matan Torah, why does he bring the Yisra'am Kaddish from Perkhah? There are other times in the Torah where it speaks about the Indian Jewish people being an Am Kaddish. We have in the Parsha Shmini, we have another time uh, in the beginning of Parsha's Kaddishim, it speaks about the Jewish people being an Am Kaddish. Why is the Rashi bringing specifically the one from Herakot and not the earlier times where Hashem has commanded us to be uh, Kaddish? So to explain this, We have to understand what exactly uh, we have to understand what was bothering Rashi. So what was bothering Rashi was that in Pasukut Zion, where it speaks about uh, sorry Pasukut Ches, where it speaks about the Jewish people being Amsulah, that's talking about a Milo that the Jewish people have. Hashem has separated you that you will be the Amsulah as He has spoken regarding you. Kasher Diberlach means as he has spoken regarding you. We have a rule that Rashi's told us many times in the Torah that whenever the word Lach or Li is next to the word Diber, that means that it's not speaking to you, but spoke regarding you or on your behalf. So when it says Kasher Diberlach, it means that Hashem has spoken on your behalf that you will be an Absogul. So this is a something that Hashem is giving us. That Hashem will give us the quality that we will be an Absogul. Then when the Pasuk continues, Mishmar called it like this, so that's clearly not a quality that Hashem is giving us, that is a command. That we have to, Hashem will make us into his Amkulah, and then we have the obligation of Mishmar called so this is something that we need to do. When it gets into Pasuk Yotas, which is after Hashem is already speaking about what our obligations are, the Mashmois would be that it's continuing with that theme, that it's also Responsibilities. There's lishmar mitzvaisav, and in the continuation of that, there's also this concept of liyoscha am kadosh lashon alakacha kasher diber, that we're supposed to be an am kadosh, and this is a command. And the proof of that, that it's a command is from is from the very fact that it doesn't say lach kasher diber lach. It just says kasher diber. If it would have said when it says kasher diber lach, it means Hashem has spoken regarding you. When it says in the Torah kasher diber, means as Hashem has spoken, meaning as Hashem has commanded. In the Torah, Hashem is always speaking to the Jewish people. So when it says Kasher Dibur, what he has spoken, it obviously means to the Jewish people that he spoke to. So he spoke to the Jewish people that they have to be an Am Kaddish. So therefore that would be something which is a command. So that's the difference between Am Sibula and Am Kaddish, and that's why there's a hapsik between the two psukim. There's the Lishmar Kometzvaisav, which is making a hapsik, and it's also in a second pasuk. The reasoning is because it's really two different concepts. It first starts off with the Maila Hashem has given us, and then it continues on with the obligations that we have.
So based on that, that we understand that Ansegula is a Mila, what exactly is this Mila being an Ansegula? So Rashi has told us earlier in Pakistan's right? that an Ansegula means an Oitzer Chaviv, that one hides. What's the purpose of hiding an Oitzer? The idea is that there are different types of storages or Oitzers that a king would have. There are certain Oitzers that a king has, and the purpose is to uh, utilize them for the Tzarkei HaMedina, for the wars, for Parnas of the people. There's other types of Oitzers and jewels that he needs for his own to, to, to really express the, uh, the beauty of the king and the power of the king. So he might also have beautiful clothes, he might even have jewelry. Those types of Oitzers are also for the Tzarkei HaMedina, for the Tzarkei HaMelucha. There's a purpose to them. The purpose is either for literally utilizing them to take care of the country, or it's for his sake that he could be the king and a ruler that people respect. But then you have an oitzer which is hidden. What's the purpose of hiding an oitzer? The purpose of the hiding an oitzer is that it's not for any purpose. It's not for any external purpose. It's for the king himself. In other words, most things that we have in this world, is the reason why you want certain things is because it has a utility, it has a certain purpose, and it's able to help you get or, or, or give you what you need. So there's no real value in, in money, there's no real value in property. The value is that it gives you a security, it gives you a place to stay, it gives you, you're able to have food, you're able to have things that you need to be able to survive. But it itself doesn't have any purpose on its own. It's really, its whole purpose is that it gets you to, it gets you to set something else, or gives you something else. But there are certain things in this world that the whole purpose of having them is that they themselves are the Maila. Why do you need this particular Maila? It's not because it gives you something. Like, let's say, for example, Tyra. The highest level of learning Tyra. There's one level of learning Tyra. The reason why you learn Tyra is to know how to do the business. But then there's learning Tyra the Shema, which is you're learning Tyra to know what the Tyra says. Why? If it's not helping you do the mitzvah, then what's the purpose of learning this Tyra? So the ultimate learning, the purpose of learning Torah is because learning Torah and having the Torah be, be unified with the Torah, that itself is the Maila. The Maila is that you are one with the Torah. The Torah is revealing, uh, is the is the Maila. Maybe another quality on a lower level would be life. Why do you, a person needs food to live? So food is for the purpose of living. But what's the purpose of living? Why is that a Maila? The Elamayla, living itself, is a Maila. It, 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 it's an essential type of Maila that a person wants and needs. And there's other mindless that sometimes speaks about having a home, truly needs a family. Why does the person need a family? This is part of what the essence of the person says. He needs these certain inyanim. Not because it brings you anything. On the contrary, a family and all these things might bring more expenses. makes life somewhat harder. But it brings the ultimate fulfillment in a person by having a family. So also when we're talking about this oitzer of the king, this is a type of oitzer that brings ashlemus to the melech. It adds to his hisnatus, his, his exaltedness. It's not actually giving him anything tangible, but by the very fact that he has this oitzer, this is something that he's mishtashteya, he takes pleasure in this oitzer, it brings him and reveals the malchus within him. It makes him a greater melech. So it's very not tangible. But it brings the fulfillment of who he is. It, it helps him reveal. By, by his knowledge that he has this oitzer, that itself is uh, gives him a... Uh, this this leadership quality, this malchus quality, this exaltedness uh, becomes manifest because of it. 
So when we're looking at the Goyim and Yisrael, for the purpose of the Goyim, they, they are created for a purpose. Their purpose is to help fulfill the purpose of the world, which is to make a Berbach Kaftayim. So they are, uh, the purpose of the Goyim is to help the Yidim be able to do the Tariyah Mitzvahs. They have their Shav Mitzvahs for the The purpose of the Shav Mitzvahs is to make the world a a place that we're able to live and able to prosper, and that itself helps with the Yidin be able to do the Tarimitzis, which will make this world into a Dibutaklainim. So the purpose of the Goyim, they, they, they're created because they have a purpose. So they're not something which is the etzim, which is needed. No, they have a certain utility, and the utility is that they're able to help the Yidin, help Hashem be able to fulfill what the purpose of this world is. That's why it says in this piece of fire that the Goyim, when the Shia comes, that the Goyim that do not want to serve the Yidin, System with fulfilling the task and making the hitachtanim, they will be destroyed. Why? Why? We don't find anywhere that a guy gets destroyed because he's not going to be serving and, and assisting the Yidden and doing Torah mitzvahs. We know that if he doesn't do the Shavu Mitzvah, he's Chayv Mitzvah, right? The Shavu Mitzvah, it says that he's Chayv Mitzvah, but where do we find that just from the very fact that he's not going to be uh, assisting a Yid, therefore he's going to be destroyed? Elamai, it's because when Mashiach comes, it's going to be revealed the true purpose of this world. And the true purpose of this world is the Torah of Tachtainim. So therefore, anything which uh, brings and assists to that purpose, they, that will be able to remain. Anything which goes against that purpose, then there's no point for it to be here. Because it, its whole purpose is to fulfill something. And if it is not helping for that to be fulfilled, then what's the purpose of that being in the world? And that's when the Shia comes when the true, uh, uh, the true uh, purpose of the world and the true essence of the world will be revealed. So that, in general, is the difference between the Yid, and that's why Hashem says that Hashem is separating us, they say, to be an Amsugula. Meaning, He's separating us to be this special Oitzim. Uh, through being separated, therefore that continues into the Hemshad of the Pasuk, from Mishmar Kol Mitzvahisim, to be able to guard all of His Mitzvahs. What the Pasuk is telling us is, that is a henshech to be Ganam Sugula. So it's not just a matter of that the Goyim have seven mitzvahs and we have 613. The idea is that once you are the Am Sugula, the Lishmar Kol Mitzvah, it's all of his mitzvahs, all of his commands. Because since a Yid is one with Hashem, since a Yid is the Oitzvah Chavid, we are the one that uh, are, the reason why we bring this tithing and this pleasure to Hashem is because we are one with Him. Therefore, automatically, what is our Tafkid? Our Tafkid is to fulfill all of the mitzvahs. Because by fulfilling all the mitzvahs, then we are able to um, accomplish and reveal what our purpose is. And our purpose is, really, as we're saying, we are the Oitzer Chavim. We're the ones that bring the Gishmak to Hashem. So I'll be there, we could answer the first two questions. The first two questions were, sorry, the first question really the third question. The main question we had is why does Rashi bring the pasuk to Yisrael Mitzvahim? He doesn't bring the pasuk from Parshas Yisrael where it says Amalechas Kaidem Vegai Kaddish. So the answer is because it's two different types of sukkah. The pasuk in Parshas Yisrael is about a milah that Hashem is giving Yidin. He's going to give them that they're onto Yidin. That will be a Amalechas Kaidem. That will be a Kaidem Kaddish. Hashem is giving us that quality. Rashi in our pasuk we're talking about our tafkin. That we have a job that we are supposed to be an Am Kaddish, make ourselves Kaddish. 
And therefore, Rashi also quotes the beginning of the Chassak, Why does he put Yitzcha? is that you will be. It's putting the obligation on the Yid, that we have the job to be an Am Kaddish. It's not something Hashem is giving us. No, it's the Lehiyah This is a further Hadgashah express that the Lehiyah this is an obligation which is upon us. And then it says Am Kaddish Rashi brings. Why? Because Am Kaddish means it's not as individual that we are Kaddish. We're talking about a Lehiyah Am Kaddish. This is a Kaddusha which is for the entire people. It's a Kaddusha which is relevant to all the Yidim. And that's why Rashi brought the Pasuk not the other Pasukim, which were even mentioned earlier in the time. The reasoning is, could be, the Pasuk finishes off, the The idea being is that the Kedusha, it's a Kedusha that comes inside the Am. And that's the Kedusha we're talking about over here. Rashi over there tells us what Kedusha we're referring to. It's referring to that when the uh, Yid, he's supposed to be doing a mitzvah, he shouldn't say, Iyashi, like, I, I don't even want to eat kazer. Rather, he should say, I'm able to eat kazer, but what should I do? Hashem has commanded me not to. Meaning, yes, he's not eating the kazer, not doing it, because that's the command of Hashem. And that's what the Pasuk means, Rashi says, that Hashem has separated you from the nations. Thus, hey, that both of you have the capability to do the wrong thing. But Hashem has separated you to do and giving you the obligation to do the right thing. So this is something which has to do with the nation. In other words, that even in the ways that when we're similar to the guy, even then we have to differentiate ourselves. Masha'enkin, the other psukin that we were referring to, has to do with the yachid. One of them is talking about uh, Kedusha from Pashish Shmini, talking about separating yourself from uh, non-kosher foods, and Pashish uh, it's talking about the union of Arayas, that we're supposed to separate ourselves from Arayas. That's on the individual. But over here, we're talking about by the nation, that the nation themselves, they have to be a nation which is holy. That even in things that they could be the same, even in those things, the nation has to make themselves uh, different and differentiate themselves. And that would explain why it says in the Divra Machu Yitzcha Am Kaddish, because the Yitzcha is important, it's an obligation on you, and it's also an Am Kaddish, which Rashi tries to stress that over here we're talking about the Kedusha, which comes in Tzad Am, and therefore he quotes the Yisam Likadoshim, because the positive Yisam Likadoshim is the command that Hashem gave, is giving the Yidin as a nation that they should be separate. And now we can understand the Hemshech of the Pesukim even better. The first passage tells us about, about the Yitzcha This is the Maila Hashem has given us to be an Am and therefore the Mela. We're going to be guarding all of his mitzvahs. It's not a particular amount of mitzvahs. It's not that there's seven or thirteen. That's not what's relevant. It's that the point is that since we're the Am therefore Mishma Kovitz all of the commands that Hashem has automatically, this is something that is given to us and we need to fulfill. And then possibly the test continues with Sitcha Elina Fogai. What's the idea of Sitcha Elina Fogai? This is the idea is that it's, once you have the Am the Am is how it is the Maila. We are the Amsadullah, and our purpose is that we are the Shashun, we are the Oitzer Chalbid of Hashem. Meaning, the purpose is in the Oitzer itself. It's not, the purpose of the Oitzer is not for something else. The Oitzer itself has no purpose. It itself is one with the king and brings pleasure to the king. So, the Sitcha Elin is that even when we have the Neshama comes down into this world, where it's, uh, in this world, it's hard to see the difference between Ayyid and Agar. That even in this world it has to be recognizable, the sitra elian, that you will be, that you have to make yourself, you're given to be on top, and 
who's greater than the Goyim. But how are you going to be at Tehillah L'Hashem Tzfers? So the end of the passage tells us how you're going to be, uh, how you're going to be Sitcha El Yinakol Goyim for Tehillah L'Hashem Tzfers. That's through being that through being unpublished, that even in things where you and the Goyim would be similar in, meaning is that you're also able to do the wrong thing, even in those situations, you make yourself someone who is published.